I'm Megan Cornier, and this is the Women Who Know podcast. You're listening to episode 11, Keep Christ in You. Hi guys, welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Megan Cornier, and I'm so glad you're here. This podcast is all about uplifting women and mothers by sharing messages of faith, love, hope, and some random things in between. Women who know who they are and what their purpose is as daughters of heavenly parents are women who change the world for the better. Join me for a few minutes of peace in the chaos of life as we learn together how to become women who know. Hey guys, happy December. I hope you all had a lovely Thanksgiving. We had a pretty good time. A few days before Thanksgiving though, my almost two-year-old was a few days into RSV and she started having trouble breathing. We had to give her breathing treatments from a nebulizer and luckily we didn't need to take her to the hospital, but we were definitely worried that we were going to have to. So I'm super grateful she didn't get to that point. It was a Thanksgiving miracle. (laughs) RSV is going around like crazy right now, so I hope you and your families are staying safe and healthy. President Nelson's counsel to take our vitamins is really proving true, right? <laughs> so let's just dive right in. Um, back in July of this year, I was able to attend a conference that was hosted by Jody Moore, the life coach I talk about a lot, um, and it was called Impact 2.0. It was basically about going for your dreams and ways to accomplish your goals for women, and there were like a handful of men there too. Um, and that's just kind of summing up very basically, (laughs) but it was amazing and so inspiring for me. And we got to hear from so many amazing women. And one of the women who spoke was Courtney Rich. And if you haven't heard of her, she's an amazing baker specializing in the most delicious cakes. Her handle on Instagram is at cake by Courtney. So if you haven't before, you should definitely check out her page. I found her several years ago, and I love to bake, so her Instagram is one of my favorites. I have loved every single cake recipe I've tried of hers, and cookies. She has a few cookie recipes, too, that I've made, and I've made a lot. So um, anyways, she spoke at this conference, and something she said really stuck out to me, and that's what prompted my theme for today's episode. Courtney's presentation was about her journey to becoming the cake lady that she is today. She has tons of followers. She's been on television. She hosts classes at a store in Salt Lake that I can never remember how to pronounce the name of, (laughs) Um, among many other things. She's also a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and she told us that as she was trying to write down what she would say at this presentation, she kept trying to take her faith out of the story because this wasn't specifically a conference for women of the church. It wasn't for um, members of the church. She didn't want to offend anyone or make anyone feel like they didn't belong. But she said she just couldn't do it. She said she couldn't take Jesus out of her story because he was too much a part of it. She wouldn't have gotten where she is today without him, so how could she exclude him from her journey? She was very kind and inclusive in saying that she loves people of all faiths and respects everyone's belief, whatever they may be, but she couldn't write Jesus out of her story. 
This really stuck with me, and I started to think about how often I tried to write Jesus out of my story, out of me. How sometimes I feel awkward bringing up my testimony or spiritual parts of my life, so I just don't bring them up. I know on this podcast I bring them up a lot, but in real life situations, I it's more difficult for me and I feel more awkward or like um, I don't want to make anybody feel bad or I get too afraid of offending someone or making someone else feel awkward or I think that since it's not a spiritual endeavor that faith and Jesus Christ don't really have anything to do with it or sometimes I even think that that I'll sound too preachy or like not authentic so whatever excuses we make right um but Courtney said that the savior was in every aspect of her cake business she had never been a baker before she'd never gone to like culinary school or anything she was actually I think she worked in the news she was like a news anchor or something so this was like a very different path than what she thought of. Um, and she said that the Savior was in every aspect. He prompted her and guided her to where she needed to be, where he knew she needed to be, and what she needed to do. So my husband and I recently started watching the TV show The Chosen, and it's really good. I love it so far. In the first few episodes, a woman quotes a scripture from Isaiah, though the show changed the wording to be less formal, or they quoted a different version of the Bible than the King James Version. I'm not sure, but I'm going to quote it the way she does. It's Isaiah 41.3, and it says, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. This scripture is involved with a very powerful moment in the show, and it really touched me. You are mine. Jesus' story is all about us. We are his. He could never write us out of his story, and he would never want to. Everything he did and everything he does is for us. Another verse in Isaiah reads, Can a woman forget her sucking child, that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Yea, they may forget, yet will I not forget thee. Behold, I have graven thee upon the palms of my hands. Jesus Christ has literally graven us upon the palms of his hands, and he chose to keep those marks even after he was resurrected and could have had a perfectly whole body. We are his story. He will never write us out of his story, and we should always remember to keep him in ours. He is the most important part of anyone's story. Every single human being who ever lived or ever will live, Jesus Christ is the most important part of every story. And during this season, the Christmas season, we are to keep Christ in Christmas. You've probably heard that. His birth, his life, and his death, all of it was for us. He chose to do it all for us because he loves us. In 2 Nephi chapter 26, verses 23 and 24, we read, For behold, my beloved brethren, I say unto you that the Lord God worketh not in darkness. He doeth not anything, save it be for the benefit of the world. 
For he loveth the world, even that he layeth down his own life, that he may draw all men unto him. Everything he does is for our benefit because he loves us. So while during the Christmas season, it is so important that we keep Christ in Christmas rather than get caught up in decorations and shopping and gifts, it is also so important to keep Christ in us, to keep Christ in you always, all year. Don't write him out of your story. Don't look back at your life and erase him, no matter how many doubts or questions you may have currently. Maybe you feel like you already have written him out, or you know someone who has written him out of their story. Take comfort in the fact that the Savior will never write that person or you out of his story. He is always watching over us. He always loves us no matter what. President Thomas S. Monson gave a conference talk in 2013 titled, We Never Walk Alone. In it, he says, Your Heavenly Father loves you, each of you. That love never changes. It is not influenced by your appearance, by your possessions, or by the amount of money you have in your bank account. It is simply there. It is there for you when you are sad or happy, discouraged or hopeful. God's love is there for you whether or not you feel you deserve love. It is simply always there. Whether or not we feel we deserve love, it is simply always there. Whether or not we keep Jesus in our story, he loves us and he keeps us in his story. We are eternally and infinitely in his story. President Monson continues, As we seek our Heavenly Father through fervent, sincere prayer and earnest, dedicated scripture study, Our testimonies will become strong and deeply rooted. We will know of God's love for us. We will understand that we do not ever walk alone. I promise you that you will one day stand aside and look at your difficult times, and you will realize that he was always there beside you. That is a prophetic promise to us, and it is one that I have found to be 100% true. There have been times in my life where I felt like I was alone, that the plans I had for my future were ruined, and I didn't know what to do or where to turn. But hindsight is always twenty twenty, and I can see now that through all of those so-called ruined plans, the Lord was guiding me to where I actually needed to be. His plans for me were far greater than the ones I had made for myself, even if there was heartache amidst the change. I think the heartache is where we grow, where our hearts are softened, and where we learn to trust the Lord. His love for me was always available during those times, and He was always with me. I just needed to remember that He is always a part of my story, just like I am a part of His. So, how do we keep Jesus in our story? I think the sacrament prayers give us a good idea. We covenant every time we take the sacrament to always remember Him. If we always remember him and keep him as a priority, and if we turn our thoughts to him often, we will see how much of a part of our story he really is. In Doctrine and Covenants 6 verse 36, the Lord says, Look unto me in every thought, doubt not, fear not. He not only tells us to turn our thoughts to him often, but to look to him in every thought. Thoughts about our business or career, our neighbors, our families, our church callings, our every thought, even the ones that don't seem specifically spiritual. 
It all matters to the Savior, and he can make more out of any thought we have. In 2 Nephi chapter 2, verse 2, Lehi speaks to his son Jacob and says, Thou knowest the greatness of God, and he shall consecrate thine afflictions for thy gain. I believe that if we turn to the Savior in our thoughts, just as we do in our afflictions, our thoughts can also be consecrated for our gain, for our good. The Holy Ghost can come to our minds and teach us what we need to know and teach us the next step. This is very much something I am working on because my thoughts often run away with me and get out of control or too negative. And that's something the Holy Ghost can help with as well, is to help me turn my thoughts to the good and the light. If I turn every thought to the Savior, how much better will my thoughts become? Alright guys, what do you think are ways to keep Jesus in our story? I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'm looking for more ways to notice him more in my life and to seek him more, especially during the Christmas season, but just always. And I just love the phrase, keep Christ in you. That's what I'm going to call this episode. I think I will letter that one too. It's a good one. I hope you find ways to keep Christ in Christmas and to keep Christ in you. Have an excellent day and I will talk to you next time. If you like what you heard today and want to hear more, please follow the show. And if you'd like even more uplifting content, please follow me on Instagram at women.whoknow. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have the best day ever.